Wasps fans, you know that in addition to the classroom, athletics is one of the most celebrated parts of life at Emory & Henry. And here to give you the rundown with insight, commentary, interviews, news and updates on all things sports are the hosts of the Monday Buzz, Khalil Shakir and Matt Spencer. Welcome, Buzz Nation. You're listening to WEHC 90.7. Welcome to the Monday Buzz. I'm your host, Khalil Shakir, here with Matt Spencer. Another week, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. It's good to be back here. Show number two with you. Hopefully, yes, uh, show two, we're going to have about 100 more, right, in the near future? Oh, absolutely. We're going to be here for a couple <laughs> couple years, man. Good. Well, it's good to be back, man. Um, fun week. It felt like this was the first real week. Um, students were back on campus. Obviously, sports were picking off. Uh, basketball for us. Uh, we've had a couple workouts. Soccer and volleyball have had some scrimmages. Football had some scrimmages. Everything's picking up. So I'm excited to see uh, all the athletes out on campus. And it's extremely hot. You told me earlier it's going to be the hottest week of the year. Is that true? Yeah, man, it's feeling like June, July already, and it's about to be September. I need the weather to go back to being cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, my mom listened to the show. Hey, mom, if you're listening, she's a little jealous. Uh, being from New York, it gets cold. It's already fall. It's probably in the 40s. So we'll uh, be enjoying the 90-degree weather up here, or down here, I should say. Um, but, yeah, so we have a good show for you guys today. Um, Tuesday morning basketball last week, Khalil, we uh, were hooping. How you feeling? Good, man. Shout out to Jacqueline Kessner making the first three of staff basketball <laughs> pickup. All right. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, was eight of us uh, played four and four half court. Uh, so that was fun. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have a little five on five. All of us old people see if we can get up and down the court. I may need a sub or two. So please, if you're listening and want to come play some basketball, you guys are more than welcome. 7 a.m. tomorrow. But again, kids being back on campus, coach. Uh, since we're talking here about college athletes, you yourself were a college athlete, is that correct? Yes, sir. I played basketball at Limestone and Coker, which is actually in the sack, which is the league that we're in. So I'm happy that we're in the sack because I've had some experience there. But uh, you also played yourself, right? Yeah, man. I was a Division three basketball player uh, in New York. Uh, started off, actually, as a JUCO player, junior college, up in Plattsburgh, New York. And I'll never forget this moment. Um, I wasn't really highly recruited. However, I thought I was a good player. Man, I like being 6'8", you're tall, you think you're good. <laughs> uh, my first ever college game, uh, a future Division II junior college All-American put up 40 on my head. Oof. <laughs> so that humbled me pretty quickly. Uh, I actually went to SUNY Canton, which is in, in New York. And uh, the mascot, Coach, I'm going to tell you a little bit about our mascot. We are the Kangaroos. Do you know why that is the second best mascot in the country behind the Wasp? I have no idea. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to assume this is true for you all that don't know. Uh, The kangaroo is the only animal that cannot go backwards, can't hop backwards. So Hmm. the way we were told... Uh, you know, students, if they're ever going through stuff, you can never go backwards. you got to always go forwards, just like our kangaroo. So, new piece of uh, fun fact for you. I like that. (laughs) I like that. we got to find something to go with the wasps. Absolutely, we'll do that. You won't find any kangaroos um, in southwest Virginia, but I know you 
uh, do not like the wasp itself in terms of the bug that flies around and stings you. So yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm not a big fan of bees and wasps, but I love our mascot. Shout out to Emory Henry. I love the wasp mascot, just not the real wasp. <laughs> yeah, I got stung once, and it's not not a fun deal. So. <laughs> Uh, some quick news for you all. Khalil, why don't you tell them about some of the news that you have. Uh, exciting news in terms of some tailgating stuff. For everybody, general public, tailgating opens August 23rd. It'll be done through the Hometown Ticketing app, which is the same app you get your football tickets from. You can actually find a link on GoWash.com. Uh, definitely look for it on there. But again, it opens up August 23rd to the general public. You do not want to miss out. This is going to be a very eventful football season. Really good team this year. Do not miss out on getting your tailgate spots. It also comes with two general admission tickets. So uh, if you don't have one yet, you need to go get one August 23rd. Good. Thank you. Cleo, with your new position of being director of external operations, is there anything on your end that you've been doing uh, in terms of enhancing fan uh, fan engagement, uh, obviously with hometown ticketing, uh, with food trucks or anything like that? So for home games this year for football, uh, first football game is also going to be whiteout, everybody. So if you don't know yet, first football game is whiteout. Uh, but we're going to have some food trucks out there in the tailgate lots, kind of bring some fans in, bring some food in, the community, kind of tie it all together. So each each game this year will have a certain theme to it. Uh, so be on the lookout for those as they come out on GoWaz website. But, again, whiteout the first football game, and please get your tailgate spots, August 23rd, General Public. Good. Uh, I like the uh, new combination with the food trucks. I think speaking to some people last or before COVID, they had food trucks. Uh, it's going to be tough if you know uh, if I'm walking around, you know, meeting new people, alumni. Am I going to go see the food truck, or am I going to go see if any of you lovely fans would love to bless me with any of your cooking? So I'm not asking you guys to do that, but just uh, throwing that out there: food truck versus your burgers, your hot dogs, your steaks, whatever you guys have for me. I'm also always willing to take any donations for that. So uh, definitely excited for all those things. Uh, today for you all, we have fun show. Uh, we're going to give you some interviews for some coaches and some athletes that played this past weekend. Radford, they uh, were nice enough to host women's scrimmage for soccer and also women's volleyball. So last Thursday, what was it? Uh, women's went up to Radford and played on ESPN Plus, uh, lost 4-0. to It was the first opponent of the season. Uh, so we actually had a chance to talk to uh, Coach Felipe, Coach, please help me with his last name because I know I'll butcher it. Botterio. Coach Felipe uh, and one of his players, Adrian Harris, and we are going to show you guys those interviews right now. Uh, my name is Felipe Botterio. I'm the head coach for uh, women's soccer here at Emory Nary College. Coach, thanks for uh, taking some time today. Uh, if you would, please give us your thoughts on how the scrimmage versus Radford went this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, Radford was a big South champions last year. Uh, you know, they were in the first round or second round of national tournament, lost against Duke, who was number two at that time. Uh, we knew it was going to be, a, you know, a very hard game, a challenge. Uh, that's why we scheduled as well. Um, overall, I think we did all right. I mean, you know, we had, we had a couple of chances where we could have taken advantage. Uh, our defensive shape looked pretty good. I mean, we had a game plan and we executed very well. Proud of the girls for that. And again, you know, the result was not the most important part for us. It was making sure we could fulfill our game plan. And that's what the girls did. So all credit for them. Coach, what was your guys' biggest takeaway from the scrimmage? Uh, our biggest takeaway was, um, you know, we, we 
prove once again how deep the team is. Uh, you know, we had the starting 11. Uh, we basically put the girls that were basically returners and had some more experience. Uh, as you guys probably know, you know, we have 16 new players, so it's a, a very young team. Uh, and once we start making the subs, you know, prove that we have a lot of depth. Uh, and we have a lot of players who can do the job for us and, you know, gives a lot of guarantees on and off the field. So that was our biggest takeaway. And, and again, you know, for you against Radford, it's, it's, a, it's a respectful result for us, you know, take consideration where the program was five, six years ago and only gives us positive feelings about what can come for the rest of the year, especially facing teams who are different from Radford. Thanks, Coach. If you would, do you mind talking a little bit about uh, soccer, women's soccer in the sack and uh, expectations for your team this season? Yeah, I mean, you, we talk a little bit, a little bit with the girls and us coaching staff, and you know, last year was not the year that we wanted. We still managed to get two ties, get two points in the, in the sack. I think I'll be crazy if I tell you that, you know, I want to finish middle of the table in the sack. I think the most important thing right now is to get our first win and go game by game and see what we can pull out with some results. You know, we we know some teams are going to be difficult games and it's going to be a big challenge, but we also know there's a few teams that we'll be able to compete and. Hope we get some results out of it. I'm not going to tell you guys what games because that's the secret of the business, I guess. But we, you know, we we mark two, three, four games that we feel we can take a result out of it, and we are going to give. I won't say priority those games, but those are the games that we feel we should be able to do better, and and that's where we're going to surprise people 100. Coach, thank you for your time and good luck this season. Thank you. I'm here with Adrian Harris. Adrian, how are you doing today? Doing very well. How are you? Good. Want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, your role here on the women's soccer team? Uh, yes. So I'm a senior this year, and I'm one of three captains along with Olivia Haynes and Sophie Graham, and I'm one of the forwards. Tell me a little bit about uh, what being a captain means to you. Um, it means a lot. It's something that I've been working towards, and I'm very excited this year to get to help lead this team with Olivia and Sophie. And I'm excited. We're very young this year. We have 15 freshmen and two transfers. So it's definitely going to take a big role with, I feel like, too, with us with the captains with getting all of them in and getting situated and things. But I'm very excited. Everyone's got very positive attitudes, and I think it could be a really good year. Uh, this past, last Thursday, you guys played Radfront on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, what was that environment like for you and the team? Um, so at Radford, the stadium, it was very big, probably one of the biggest ones we've played in. And um, it was pretty full, too. The stands were full. There were a lot of students. It was a pretty loud atmosphere, and it was pretty cool, too, like, getting to be on ESPN+. Plus. That's not something that happens a lot, so that was a very cool experience. That's awesome. And Radford, who actually won the Big South last year, what was your biggest takeaway from your experience playing against them? Um, they were definitely a very good side, and we battled. Um, they didn't score until about 30 minutes into the first half, and we were holding, which we had went in with a more defensive-type formation, knowing how good of a team they are in their Division One, And I feel like we played the formation very well. And the goals that they did score, they were very good goals. But I feel like we held them well. And, I mean, we battled and held our own, I feel like. so. Well, I apologize I wasn't able to watch it. Um, but I heard good things from everybody. Uh, Adrian, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners, either about the team, uh, coach, or anything about Emory and Henry Athletics? Um, I'm very excited for this year. We're very young, but we have a ton of potential. And we have our first home game next week on the 31st against Shaw. So everyone come out and support for our first home game. I'm excited to get this year rolling. Awesome, Adrian. Thanks so much. Thank you. Again, thank you to Coach Felipe and Adrian for taking the time to talk to me. 
uh, it was definitely nice to get a chance to chat a little bit. Looking forward to seeing what the women's soccer team will be doing. I mean, with Radford being the Big South defending champions, I thought we came in and competed. I mean, the game was just really kind of back and forth a little bit. I know, of course, Radford won 4-0, but the way the girls competed, I think I think we're going to have a different year this year, and I think it's going to be a really good year for women's soccer. So shout-out Philippe, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what we got this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we compete in the SAC this year. I watched a couple of the games last year, worked a couple of them uh, as kind of a ball boy, and uh, I'm definitely excited. So they actually have another scrimmage this Wednesday against Ferrum, an old ODAC opponent. So I don't know. I'm sure it'll be free entry. I don't think they'll have to. I know for a fact it's not. Free. It'll be a free entry for that. So if you guys are available, uh, that scrimmage will be on Wednesday. Also, this past weekend on Saturday, Khalil, women's volleyball traveled to Radford as well. Yeah, women's volleyball went up to Radford and really competed. I mean, it lost 3-2 with the third set being 15-12. I mean, that's big for us. I mean, going up to Radford, Division One opponent, really competing, winning two sets and almost winning the third one, I, I'll go on record and say it. Volleyball's going to have a good year this year. They are. I was actually uh, – you guys will hear shortly from Coach Newberry and one of their players. Uh, there's actually – we had some fans in the, in the building. Uh, you know, obviously it wasn't on ESPN Plus or anything like that, uh, but we had uh, E&H fans traveled – I think Peyton told me it was some family members, uh, some boyfriends and grandparents and things like that. So even though it was a scrimmage, it was definitely good to see the support. And Cleo, I know last year, me and you, uh, I think I like to think that we support every sport we possibly can. Of course, during our basketball season, it's tough. But volleyball has fans, do they not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We packed the house of volleyball. <laughs> I know all of our basketball guys. I know football guys, baseball guys. We all show up for volleyball games. Yeah, the one thing I love most about uh, the sport of volleyball is it's like a roller coaster of emotions. So I remember watching them practice and even in scrimmages. When you score a point, it's like you won the national championship. But those girls show so much emotion. Our girls, and I'm sure every and, and most volleyball programs do the same thing. That's what I love most about it. Uh, sometimes you get goosebumps to see, you know, whether you're a student athlete and you see your teammates and your volleyball players get so excited uh, when they score a point. However, when, you know, you get a point scored on, it's a quick huddle. Uh, the, the cool thing about volleyball as well, they get a huddle every set. Uh, if basketball, we don't only get to do that at time, you know, timeouts or dead balls. So the fact that they get to talk at least what every 10 seconds or so after right. every point uh, is extremely helpful for them. So again, shout out to coach, uh, Newberry had a chance to speak to her as well. Uh, so what we'll do for you all now is show you the interviews from Coach Pam Newberry and player Peyton Rolfson. I'm here with Coach Pam Newberry, women's volleyball. Coach, you guys scrimmaged Radford this past weekend. Will you please tell everyone uh, how you guys thought you did versus Radford this past weekend? Coming out, I think our first you know, set nerves were definitely taking over. Um, but we settled down and, you know, we lost the first two sets, but won the next two and went 15-12 or 15-13 in that fifth set. So we did lose, but it's a definite win for us. What was your biggest takeaway uh, from this past weekend? We really had some young uh, freshmen and transfers that came in and stepped up and really made a difference in the those sets that 
you know, three and four that we were kind of struggling in, and they really contributed. Super happy with that. If you don't mind, would you mind talking a little bit about your team uh, and just team expectations you have for this year? Um, we have a super solid uh, set of seven returning, and they did their thing as well this week or you know this weekend. But you know, just the way they've all come in and worked together has been way. Uh, I guess way better than what I could have expected at this point. They've really meshed well. They've put in the work. They've gotten to know each other, and that's a that's a big win for us. Yeah. So last week on the show, uh, Cleo and I talked about how you you all had a first practice at twelve one. Can we expect any more midnight practices from you all this year? <laughs> Probably not this year. Um, we just wanted to kick off the the whole season with, you know, a new coaching staff and pretty much a whole new team. You know, just change the whole culture and do something fun to, to kick it off this year. I love it. I wish I was able to get our guys up at 12, but they're probably still uh, up at that time. So. <laughs> you just not let them go to sleep. That too. <laughs> it was fun, though. Good. Coach, is there any game uh, or games this year uh, that you're excited about, whether it's in the conference, out of conference? Uh, Want to speak a little bit about the schedule this year? Um, we've got a pretty tough schedule. We added in, like, you know, playing Radford um, just – to see where we're at, we had a great spring, and I think it changed the outlook of the program a little bit, and they really saw that they could play and compete with some of these bigger schools, even though, you know, we're new to the whole sack and going D2. Um, so just changing that outlook a little bit. But, you know, I'm excited, honestly, about the whole season. It's been, seems like a long time coming, and then it got here awfully quick, but I'm just excited to get them all together and let them see what they can do. Absolutely. Uh, myself, as long as well as everyone else here, we're looking forward to seeing you all play this year. Coach, good luck to you and your girls. Thank you so much. I'm here with Peyton Rolfson, who is a member of our women's volleyball team. Peyton, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, if you would, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself uh, and your history with the sport of volleyball. So I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, and then I moved to Fort Wayne, Indiana, um, and that's when I started playing volleyball. It was around sixth grade, um, and I've always been a setter. I switched up, obviously, a few different positions. I mean, that's what you do growing up playing a sport. You switch around and figure out what you're best at. And so basically my whole entire life, I have been a setter. I've also played right side um, as a front row player, but that's really how I started. Volleyball is pretty big in Indiana, so it was always something that I wanted to do, and so it was kind of just the right timing when I started. Mm-hmm. And we were talking before this, you mentioned to me you played beach volleyball as well. How hot does the sand get on a hot day? <laughs> well, the sand gets super hot, so, you know, that can cause blisters on the feet. So I actually used to wear sand socks. Mm-hmm. That's what they were called. And they basically, like, just protected your feet. I mean, they left terrible tan lines, but mm-hmm. they, you needed to wear them if you don't want to get blisters. <laughs> I got you. When I go out to the beach, it's uh, the same. I, I hate hot feet. So. <laughs> Uh, this past weekend, you guys scrimmaged Radford. Why don't you give me a little bit of a recap from that scrimmage in your eyes? Yeah, so I definitely think that when we went in, we were expecting to play two games, two matches, actually. So two best sets, three out of five, whatever, whoever, we were supposed to play two of them. Mm-hmm. And we actually ended up taking Radford to five games, which I do not think that they were expecting. So we ended up canceling the second game. Um, that we were supposed to play but overall I mean we went in and the first game that we had it was a little rough a little tough but 
then we started getting better as the day went on. And I mean, Radford's D1, we took them to five, which I think is pretty awesome as a new team in the SAC conference, especially from where we were at last year. We obviously didn't have the best season, and then we went in this season with a whole new team, and we had a really good mindset when we went out there. And I mean, we played our hearts out, and it makes me really excited to see what we're going to do in the future against uh, different teams in the SAC. Absolutely. For men's basketball, we actually scrimmaged Radford as well two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if they, they don't want to play us anymore. So do you think uh, you can see yourself playing the Radford women's team in volleyball next year? Or do you think they uh, respect you guys enough to not scrimmage? Honestly, they asked us if we would come back and play them again next year just because of how competitive we were. But also our team holds a very... Um, respect is very big on our team and so volleyball that that can be a definitely a sport where you can get disrespectful and so I think the coach appreciated the amount of respect we showed their girls and so Mm -hmm. they actually did ask us to come back next year uh, to scrimmage them just because they loved how we played against them not just for like our skills and what we brought to the table but also because of how we portrayed ourselves as a team and just being good people and players as well absolutely that's obviously the kind of culture we're trying to build here uh, at emory and henry athletics uh, if you would give me your team outlook this year you mentioned having a lot of new girls on the team uh, what are your expectations and talk a little bit about the team uh, this year i expect us to go really far this season i mean again as a new team in the sack we can only go so far until you know after we hit i think the two-year mark it is but i think a lot of teams out there are not going to expect what we will come in with just because of how we played last season. Um, This year, it's a whole new mindset. We have new coaches and new players and just a new team in general. I mean, yes, we do have returners. I am a returner myself, but with all these girls coming in, it you would think it would be hard to make a bond because there are so many of us but I can 100% say that I love every single girl on the team and I've been able to make a connection with every single girl on the team even though there are 22 of us mm-hmm. we all clicked pretty well even when we're on the court whoever's off the court is sharing their loudest that that they can mm-hmm. and the girls on the court we all connect really well um and no matter what we all have a mindset that No matter what you are doing, if you're on the sidelines or if you're on the court, you have a position on the team and there's nothing that could take that position away from you because we all have a role and placed where we are supposed to be at that time for a reason. And I think that's something that every girl has uh, been able to understand and has followed through with that. Well, Peyton, that is some wonderful insight. I know Coach Pam pretty well and had had a chance to go to you guys' midnight practice, yeah. practice one. So uh, I know you girls are doing a great job of getting in the extra work. Uh, I just want to say for myself, as well as everyone here at Emory & Henry, good luck to you this season, and we'll be watching. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks again, Coach Newberry and Peyton, for taking the time to chat with me. Khalil, I'm excited for volleyball. I'm excited for soccer. I'm excited for everything this year, man. Um, It seems like things are picking up in terms of athletics and fans are starting to know more about this. And I hope this show helps, uh, gets the name out there, uh, just showing that we care about our athletics. 
And like I said in the first show, I mean, it's a different energy here. It's a different buzz, I'd say, mm. uh, with the new coaches, I mean, new players, new staff. I mean, this year is going to be a big year for athletics. It's our third year in our provisional Division Two, So, I mean, this is a big year for us, and everybody's embracing that. Absolutely. Emory and Henry Women's Volleyball has a set of scrimmages this weekend, uh, this week as well. Uh, on Wednesday, this Wednesday, everybody, they scrimmage at King, King College at 6 p.m. Then this Saturday, they will be traveling to UNC Pembroke for another scrimmage at 1 p.m. So, again, if you guys are able to go show some support, we'd love to have you all. Next show, we'll talk more about everyone's home schedule, when the first home games are for all of our fall sports. So we're definitely looking forward to giving you guys all of that information. Uh, Women's soccer, they scrimmage at Union Saturday, August 26th at 5 p.m. So, again, it won't be a home game, but good luck to the women's soccer team there. And Khalil, again, we uh, talked a little bit about, you know, some of the things that we're excited about. Uh, I asked you last week, you know, what sport are you most looking forward to? And you answered that the the best way you could and say all of them, which I am as well. Uh, If there was a sport, though, that um, you want to see personally, not necessarily with Emory and Henry, just in general, um, whether it being just a fan, is there a sport that maybe you haven't, seen a lot of games of the person that you look forward to seeing this year uh, at Emory and Henry or any other place? I'm going to be honest. I've never been to a women's rugby game. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being one of our newer sports here at Emory, I'm excited to kind of go out there and see what that's all about. Now, I've talked to Doc uh, extensively over the last couple of weeks. Um, he's actually having a tryout here soon as well. But um, I'm excited to see women's rugby. I've, I know it's a physical sport, and I'm kind of excited to see where he's taking this team. So. Yeah, I actually had a friend from high school nearby that actually played professional rugby. Uh, 6A, he's a massive dude. So a guy that I would not want to be, not want to make him upset. But, yeah, I have not seen a a rugby match either in person. You see some on TV. You know, football, I'm a huge football fan. Uh, I have a favorite college team. Uh, Michigan is my second favorite football team. Emory and May have upset some fans with that one. Uh, Emory and Henry is my favorite college football team. Coach, who's your favorite college football team? Ah, I'm going with Emory. I'm going to say my actual one because I don't want to make anybody <laughs> mad on here. But uh, Roll Tide. They do win a lot, just saying. Yeah. But uh, Emory Henry wins a lot too, so that's going to be my favorite football team from here on out. Yeah. there's. Uh, I feel like here there's a lot of fans, whether it be Alabama, Virginia Tech, Tennessee, uh, I'm the only Michigan fan, I swear, that's in this entire area. So if there are any Michigan football fans, I would love to meet you all because, you know, Michigan is one of the best teams in the country, right, Khalil? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but uh, I, another sport I am looking forward to watching is uh, women's lacrosse, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to Tom a little bit, and I, yeah. I love how he, the approach he has with this team and how he's been building this team. So I'm excited to see women's lacrosse this year, too. Yeah, women's lacrosse is going to be a great year. Uh, men's lacrosse, we'll touch a little bit, but a little bit next week. Uh, their new head coach, um, he's working remotely, doing a lot of recruiting. So we'll give you guys some information on that as well. But Cleo, we have some big news. What's that? We are less than one month from our first home football game. I can't wait. I am going to be on the field. I'm going to be <laughs> in the tailgate lots. If you see me, please speak. Uh, and please don't forget that the first home football game is white out. So please come with your white shirts. 
Let's make this a event that should go on each year. You're not going to do any shrieking or anything like that, are you? Oh, no, no. <laughs> See, we can't do that here. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Clear with the whiteout, are there going to be any T-shirts provided to fans, or is this more so you want everyone just to get in the whiteout, wear any white that they have? So we will actually be selling whiteout T-shirts. This is the first year we've actually made whiteout T-shirts, so Ooh. we are selling them at the football games. So please stop by one of our pop-up tents and get you your official Emory Henry white T-shirt. The price will be $25, so... Come on, get you one and rock out. Cleo, do you think you can um, maybe hook me up with a 2X, or do you going to make me pay for that as well? Uh, that's $25 for everybody, <laughs> coach, faculty, staff, everybody. So uh, oh, no favors. But, no, nah, I can get you a shirt, man. Oh, you're the man. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, football again against Winget. I know it's going to be a rocking crowd. We look forward to seeing all of you fans there. Cleo, anything else you want to tell the listeners tonight? No, I'm just saying one more time, tailgating for the general public is open August 23rd. You can go on Go Wafts to check it out, but August 23rd is open. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you all for tuning in today. Again, this is the Monday Buzz every day, every Monday, excuse me, at 6.30 p.m. Please uh, check us out.